a lot of things going on in your life, a lot of different instances. Um, maybe some, well, sometimes the physical pain turns into a mental pain. Sometimes the mental pain turns into a physical pain. Uh, and they all evoke an emotional pain, an emotional uh, standpoint, an issue. Um, but you learn over time that you either become stronger or you become more broke down. And that's what we have to fight against. We have to fight against this pain taking over us and succumbing, us succumbing to the negativities of pain. Because pain will change how you, how you prescribe your day, how you start your motion. You'll wake up in pain and think you have to be in defense. And then so you go out and you interact with people. And the next thing you know, you're fighting people who are not fighting you because you're hurting. But you're only hurting because you're in pain, but you have to recognize your pain. And your pain is probably something that you probably tried to fight secretly by yourself. You didn't want people to think you were weak. And, and pain has nothing to do with weakness. People need to understand that if, you, if you're in pain, a lot of people will tell themselves that, that they need to do something to change that physically. And they think that that will change who they are, what they are. But it really won't do anything but make you focus more on the pain that you're feeling. Because you got to, it's not like just your regular emotions where you just acknowledge those. And pain, you have to actually take hold of pain. You have to, re you got to respect pain first. Because emotional pain comes from maybe something that you did or something you put yourself in or a reflection of something that you were a part of. And if it's something that you were a part of that you didn't put yourself in, it's not something that you did, but it's something that's been done to you. And that hurts in a way that you can't really shake off or just take away or move out the way. You're not going to be able to say, okay, I'm going to just deal with it another time. It will rear its ugly head anytime it wants to. Probably in the best situations where you probably should feel the most positive, a lot of people go through pain. Uh, PTSD is a form of pain. Because you're reliving certain things and you're going through these different structures in life where you're seeing these, these incidents happen again. And they're putting you in the same state, emotional, physical, and mental that you were when it actually happened. It changes your breathing. It slows down your actions. It makes your decisions turn into no. Because now you're connecting those scenarios with that old pain. So a lot of people lose progression because of pain. They get stagnant. They start doing everything because the pain would filter the trip, the investment, the, the new thing that they want to learn. You know, um, there's a lot of tools that you could use to deal with pain. And the first one is, is your heart. Because if your heart hurts, it's hard for you to project any positivity. You're going to be. It's going to be hard. I'm going to take you from my own experience. Like, I've been in situations where I felt like everything was going to stop at that moment because of how I felt about that moment, because I was in so much pain, physically, mentally, and emotionally. I was hurting. I have a bone disease called Blount's disease, B-L-O-U-N-T-S, something I suffer from. I had two tibial osteotomies, reconstructive surgeries on both of my legs. My left leg, my tibia, and my fibula were removed and replaced with titanium steel alloy. I have two screws in my knee and two screws in my ankle and my left leg. I've been this way since I was 14 years old. 
anybody knows me well, they know I have issues. They might not know the details of my leg issue, but they know. And most people have no knowledge of this. I move around. I, I do everything that everybody else does. But the thing is, I deal with pain 24 hours a day from the waist down. Pain is measured in delks. Delk is the measurement of pain. So I was told that when I was going through what I was going through initially, when I first was diagnosed with Blount's disease, that the delk pain that I was going through was the same pain level that a woman deals with when the baby passes past the labia through childbirth. That's the pressure level of pain, the same amount of delks that I was dealing with with having this Blount's disease. So I, both of my legs were broken into reconstructed, glued back together, and metal rods put between my legs on both legs. I've had both of these surgeries done. One was done when I was 14, the other one when I was 15. It took me out of school. It took me out of interacting at a certain age and growing up with a certain kind of teenage lifestyle that was having me outside, moving around, interacting, talking, going, playing, having fun. Whatever I, a teenager was supposed to do, I was not able to do that because of pain. The pain, I had to acknowledge it at 12 or 13, knowing that I was dealing with something. And at that time, I was like, I've told you guys, I was a bigger guy. When I was young, I was bigger, teenager. But it just seemed like maybe I was just a little overweight. Maybe I need to uh, deal with you know, a weight issue. And then, and then that'll be better. I'll be better. I'll have more mobility. I'll have more flexibility. i have more agility. All the agility words, you know. So. My fat ass just got fatter instead of getting healthier. Over time, it started hurting more. I learned that for every 100 pounds that you're overweight, it's 600 pounds of pressure on your knees. So walking becomes an issue. Simple movements become an issue. Stairs, putting your damn clothes on. Um, so as I got bigger, my legs got worse. At 12, I started experiencing issues with walking, knee problems. My joints were sore. At by 14, I was taking myself to emergency to see what can be done because I was in so much excruciating pain all the time. So one day I went to Children's Hospital. I got on the bus myself. I didn't even talk to my mom or none of my parents. I just went, got on the bus, went to emergency. I was in pain. It was in that much pain. Doctors kept me there for a minute. They checked me in, triage, ran some tests on me, asked me where my parents were, and they needed to come. Told them, I have Blount's disease. I've never heard of it. He said, I need two tibial osteotomies, words I've never heard of. I knew what a tibia was, like legs, but I'm like, I'm 14. I'm not really aware of the severity of the situation. So learning that they said, we, you need to have a surgery today, like now. My parent, my mother was there. They were thinking, you know, we we're thinking plan out, you know, prepare for something. And they said, as soon as the first one heals, we need to put you back on the table and do the second leg. So for my, I had my first one done May 19th. My birthday is May 24th. 
I had the second one done on my birthday, May 24th, the next year. It took me six months to heal. I had to learn how to walk, learn how to maneuver, put clothes on, all the things that I spoke. And I'm saying this and letting you guys know this because that's one incident, one incident where I dealt with extreme levels of pain for a long period of time. And today, to this day, where I'm sitting here talking to y'all now, I still deal with this level of pain. 24 hours a day, tower for hire, bro with the beard, is in pain. Pain is tattooed on my, on my hand, right here on my, on my wrist. Okay? On, my, on, my, on the face of my arm is pain. I have joy on the other side. But it's pain here. This is the left side of my body. This is where I feel my pain. My left leg still has the titanium in it. The right leg, I had the surgery done. I didn't have to replace the bones, but in my left leg, I lost the bones in my leg. So I'm fake, you know, mutant cyborg. You know, I ain't the $6 million man. I'm like the $600,000 man. You know what I mean? But I deal with extreme pain 24 hours a day. Anybody know me? They see me. I smoke a lot of weed. I smoke a lot of marijuana. Metal marijuana patient. I'm born and raised in California. I was one of the first guys who had the documentation so I could get my legalization. But I wasn't one of the guys doing it for the reasons you guys might have been doing it for recreational purposes. It's pure medicine for me because I dealt with so much physical pain. Uh, my daily activities are always compromised. So as a youth, I wasn't able to be in sports. I didn't do PE. I, I couldn't do a lot of things that would just make me sociable. In, in a teenager's uh, lifestyle, it put me in a situation where I had to learn how to entertain myself through pain. I had to learn how to be happy by myself in spaces alone through pain. I had to learn how to accept myself through pain. I had to learn how to rebuild myself through pain. And like I said, this is just one instance. I've been through a lot of pain, and I know most of you have probably been through a lot of pain. And it's not anything to celebrate or, you know, hold high regards. It's just part of life. Some say it builds character. Some say it destroys countries. Things that hurt, hurt other people. And what they say, hurt people, hurt people, you know. Uh, I've been hurt, and I've been a hurt person that's hurt people. And I can really look at it and see that the pain that I was going through was the only reason that I probably pursued that negative energy because I just wanted somebody to feel how I felt. I just want somebody to think like I was thinking, somebody to just understand what I was going through from the perspective of how I felt internally because describing it wasn't going to do anything for me. Yeah, hey, I'm doing this, I'm feeling this, this hurt, this is how I feel, this is what I'm thinking. That still is like subjective for them to even process it at the extreme level that is going in my head and through my body. I could never articulate the depth of this pain without actually doing something to somebody and making them feel that. And it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. And that's how a lot of people think. They, they move through the world with this pain, this physical pain, that they just feel like they should share it. It's a gift. They should give it to everyone. They should let everybody have a piece, you know? Um, if you've ever been in pain, you know that it's an alone feeling. And you feel like it's a gift that you want to give to everybody. It's a gift that keeps on ticking. And that's just the physical pain. Emotional pain is deeper. Now, you might have had a love one, a relationship that you've been in, someone that you're real close to, someone that you 
admired, adored, wanted to be in their presence a lot, and something changed. I don't know what it is, and and that's not even important. But that change changed you. And when that person separated themselves from you or you separated yourself from them, the pain that you felt from that separation changed what you did daily. And it started to hurt to be away from that person. Or you maybe might have thought it hurt to be away from that person, but you were just getting used to being away from that person because they were hurting you being in your presence. So then you learn how to make adjustments. But those adjustments don't say that you're not in pain. It doesn't hurt. It, I mean, it does, it, you can't say that it does not hurt. When you lose a loved one or you lose a relationship, you're dealing with emotions, and emotions are within you, so they're part of your physical. They will change what you look at, what you see, what you believe in, and what you value. And a lot of times, if you're hurt emotionally, it, it dictates like your structure of how you see the world. You don't believe as much. You don't, you don't receive as much. You become filtered in your communication because you don't want to be hurt again because it's too painful. And being hurt like that makes you a little bit of a hermit. You start, you know, staying away from things. You don't socialize as much. You don't interact. You don't answer the phone as much because you think those people are there to attack you. And you start blaming people who didn't even do anything, you know, for things that they didn't even know that they were doing just because they were a part of something. They were part of the day that you were having. You know, you ever call somebody and they pick up the phone and they got an attitude, but the attitude ain't with you. The attitude was approached from the hello, like this, hello, hello. And you're like, what's wrong with you? And they're like, nothing. But a lot of times we don't accept that nothing. Like, and it's not that there's nothing wrong, but the issue is not with you. You didn't do it. That didn't happen to you. But they're expressing the energy from the pain. And they can't mask the pain to mask their voice, their tonality, their energy, their response. So you hear the pain within them. And sometimes, like think of like from a parent's perspective, hearing your child in pain would hurt you, and it's painful to hear. And it, it, it makes your body shiver. It makes you, makes you cry. It makes you walk in circles. It makes you forget your, your duties because the pain has you so controlled. And to describe pain, like if you was from somewhere in another place where no one ever felt pain, and to describe it would be a hard thing to do because it's like pain comes in so many different forms. Emotional pain, to describe it, like I was telling you about my leg pain, but I can describe it to a T with all these medical terms and these physicalities. When we're talking about emotional pain, a lot of people don't even hear people's emotional pain because they don't know how to receive these words. These words don't mean anything to them in their world. So if you say, hey, I'm hurting, but what you hurting from? Because somebody hurt me because my girl left, because he did this. But did they punch you? Did they, did they cut you? Did, they, did you shoot you? And people don't hear nothing from after that. They think that that's the only kind of pain that you could actually have or deal with. But really, the separation that they felt was the most painful part of it, to be detached from something, you know, uh, Think about Velcro and the sound it makes when you pull it apart because it's, it's, it has little little teeth that hinge together and sink it together. And that pulling apart 
is not supposed to be pulled apart. It was made to stay together. That's how people were. So, but everybody's not supposed to be with everybody. But in that separation, during that 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 refusing of you being solo, you have to realize that you value yourself from that. But it takes a long time because you're thinking about the pain and how they hurt you and how you feel after and the reflection of being alone. Instead of valuing self and knowing that you can regain that happiness because the happiness was within you, it had nothing to do with the person, but the pain makes you blind to who you really are and what you can really do with yourself. Because what you can do with yourself after you get past the pain is rebuild the peace. But it's hard to see peace when you're in pain. It's hard to see uh, uh, progression when you're in pain. You know, uh, you you think that the pain has been fed to you, like somebody did this on purpose. You couldn't. It's hard for you to believe that that this is a natural situation. It just happens, you know, just out the blue. You start to question everything you're doing because of this pain. People stop going to work. Stop focusing on the kids. Stop doing their hair. Stop paying attention to details. And that turns into something like depression borderline. You know what I mean? Like it could be depression. But that comes from the pain. And the initial pain is usually swept under the rug. People try to act like the pain is not real because they want to seem strong. And strength has nothing to do if you can fight pain. Is if you can come back from the pain. If you think about all the times you've been hurt, you probably can remember what did it, how long it lasted, but can you remember why it hurt? Was it the impact or was it the fact that you were emotionally distraught by what it was? Like you saw what was about to happen, that hurt. But was it more of the person that did it to you and how you felt about them or what they actually did? And that's that emotional pain. Because, like, if somebody leaves you in a relationship and you're emotionally distraught by that, it probably saved your life. It probably did you a fair one and gave you room to grow and evolve into the butterfly that you probably are. Because, you know, love doesn't stop. Pain doesn't last forever. So if you find somebody that, you know, gives you the emotional standpoint that you want to have and you feel wonderful about it and can't wait to see this motherfucker, and y'all together for a period of time and everything seems okie-dory, and then something happens in y'all relationship where they move on and you guys split, and now you're broken from it. And it's not a female or male thing. This is everybody. Everybody's been hurt before and everybody's lost. But when that person leaves you, you believe that it can't be uh, a, a better situation for you. There's nothing else out there. That this was the only, this was the do all, say all, this is the final say so, this is the only thing that was going to happen. This is the only person that understands you. There's over 8 billion people on earth over 8 billion ways of doing things. That one person getting out your way gives you an opportunity to go see what else is out there. Not saying you need to wear yourself thin and try out everything, but sometimes you're just being held back from your greatness based on the pain that you'd rather probably sit in. Because there's a lot of people that are gluttons of pain. 
they get into situations where we might be sympathetic to their situation and we're like, oh man, I'm sorry that happened to you and I wish I could do something. But what you not understand is this motherfucker keeps running straight into this wall. Head on. Don't give a fuck about nothing else but crashing out. And we as people, sympathetic creatures, we try to assist with what we have, with the abilities we have, with techniques we have. And a lot of times what happens is those people use us because we think that their pain is just like our pain. So we're like, oh, man, I feel I feel where you're coming from. I understand you. Let me help you out. Let me be an assistance of you. Let me let me support you. And you do that, and you know people do things for whatever reason they choose for. It might be a good Samaritan. They're doing it because they want something positive to happen, or they're doing it because they're just a positive person, or they're doing it for reciprocation. Either or, the pain that you're feeling becomes their selling point. It's a marketing tool that they see. Okay, you hurting? I'm gonna hurt with you. You know what I mean? Because misery loves company. But pain don't kick it. You know what I mean? It hurts too much. You don't want to sit with nobody when you don't want to sit with yourself. So imagine you physically broken down. You got a cast on. And your girlfriend, your boyfriend left you. Your grandma died. Your dog ran away. Do you really want a motherfucker to come over there and start saying words to you? And if you do, it's probably the person that's left. Because nobody's going to fix the scenario because you're emotionally distraught. You hurt. You're in pain. You're in pain. And it's pressure. You're constantly feeling this pressure. People are asking you questions you don't want to answer. They want you to be in places that you don't want to go. And your body's starting to respond to the lack of motion. Because motion makes motion. Motion begets motion. You got to be in motion to get motion. And that will give you a good emotion. But if you don't have motion and you're not doing anything, your body will respond to the lack thereof. And usually what happens is... And he was like, oh, I'm tired. Man, I need to lay down, man, my back. Really, it's the fact that your ass don't ever get up because from an initial point of pain that you felt from the source of some negative issue that you can't get past, and now you're living through the pain, and now you're letting the pain control you, and now you got people that's acknowledging the pain and they're supporting the pain. Because like I said, we're talking about emotional pain. You know, but... The emotional pain only lasts as long as you dwell on it. And I, I'm not, I, I tell you guys all the time, I'm not going to tell you that anything I'm saying is easy. This effort is, you have to use effort. It's faith with no words, gain with no words, it. But you got to have effort. But the pain that you feel, you only feel it because you're so focused on the, the thing that happened and not the fact that you were released from that thing. You you have to value self, you know, in emotional pain. Because usually emotional pain is derivative from you pinpointing something that's not you. This left, and now I'm no longer self. You are always self, and that just added to you. But you have to value self in that painful situation. It's painful to lose. You lose. If I lose 25 cents, I'm going to be like, uh, upset, but I'm not going to be in pain. It might be painful separation. You know, I might not want to go. I need my quarter. But at the same time, I can move past it. 
because I can control my emotions in the situation. But there's stronger pain that we go through. I've been in situations, you've probably been in these kind of situations where you had to be strong for other people to help them get out of their painful situation so they can see someone getting to the next step. Like, I've been in the same situations you had. You know, we all get up, go to sleep, do things, drink water, stuff. There was a lot of negative shit you've probably been through. Some of y'all might have been shot, been in jail, uh, some shit like that. That's the physical. Some of y'all lost your best friend, lost your loved one, lost your close home. That's the emotional side. Then you have the other side, where it's this mental pain, where people are tearing you down, using words against you, treating you less than the human that you are, not putting you where you put yourself. So then you feel lackluster, but you still compete in these arenas to constantly be hurt. And that's where you become the glutton for pain. Like you don't want to allow someone to control you because you have to control you. But people fight themselves and then allow other people to control them. It's a constant fight, the mirror fight I've spoken of. When you hate the guy in the mirror, it's really easier to go outside and let somebody else navigate you and crash you out because you're not listening to self and you're probably looking for a scapegoat because you're dealing with that mental pain. And a lot of times mental mental pain comes from past experiences that weren't your fault, had nothing to do with your control, and probably was unbeknownst to you happening. But over time, it transformed the structure of the person you were. And now that you want to change because you've acknowledged the pain that you're in, it's even more painful because you have to realize what you've been going through. So it's hard to transition because you can't get out the blame game. You can't get out the finger pointing because it's painful to acknowledge. But once you've acknowledged it, the light is so bright, it hurts so much. You're blinding yourself with all this negativity. You have so much to bear. You're putting so much on your shoulders when you never have to. And I'm, I can't tell you. How are you going to get to the next step? All I can do is guide you to the door. And all I'm telling you now is that the mental and the emotional, they work together. They Sometimes they seem like they're the same thing. But what you think is how you feel and how you feel is what you project. And if you project bullshit, then that's probably what was on your mind. And you probably was feeling like shit when you started saying that stuff. It didn't help you. And it wasn't for you to gain anything. What it was was you trying to spew out all this nastiness that you was filled with. That's when people say he's full of shit. Yeah, he's full of it. So he kick it out. Motherfucker that say full of shit, listen to the, the 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 volume of the stuff they say. Not what they say, but how much they're trying to spew out. They have so much in them they're trying to release. They need help getting it out. I'm one of them people. I talk to a lot of folks, right? People be like, Tyra, you crazy. Bro, you, you, you say a lot of wild shit. But see, I'm one of the people that back it up because the shit I'm talking about is coming from personal experience. I've been through the same pain that I'm talking about. I express the physical. Now, I can give you an emotional experience, but I'm not here to try to combat. I mean, combat. I'm not trying to, like, pity pat, like, your shit is worse than mine and my shit worse than yours. We all hurt as a human race, you know what I mean? And that's a sad thing to say. But there's a hospital everywhere. There's Band-Aids all over the place, and everybody bleeds blood. 
that'll let you know that everybody's been hurt before. If you've seen death before, if you ate food before, if you killed something, a plant, animal, something, a hurt shit happens, you know what I'm saying? We got to hurt something to kill, something to, to live, you know what I'm saying? You got to destroy before we build. And destroy sounds like a harsh word, but we got to put something in some kind of pain. We got to break a brick or something. You know? Like for everybody, this might sound like a harsh reality, but you know, if you're going to eat some good food today, tonight, tomorrow, the morning, whatever, most of y'all probably eat meat, carnivores, something like that. Just realize this, you know, they had to kill that, to make that, put that on your plate. I'm not a vegan, so I don't think I'm coming from one of them Suzanne Powder type type situations. I'm just telling you, something got to be hurt for somebody else to get something from. Clothes you wear, the car you drive, you know, they got cobalt in everything y'all use, like your phones, everything, batteries, all kinds. Mine cobalt is a harsh thing to do, and you got to do it. You're not even supposed to do it with people. You're supposed to do it with machines. But in Africa, they mine cobalt. Children mine cobalt with sandals on and rocks. Now, the pain that you get mentally, emotionally, and physically from a situation where you're basically a slave to a company that you'll never meet, it pays you pennies on the dollar to work in an extreme environment. Three levels of pain that you might not ever shake. And so when you reflect on your pain, just understand that we all going through something. You got to be nice to folks. You got to learn how to talk to people. You got to understand that your pain is not more than my pain. My pain is not greater than your pain. But if I respect the fact that the pain is there without acknowledging the pain has control, that's another thing. If you think it has control over you, you'll let it take control of you. You'll probably value the pain. The pain will be the catalyst for everything. You'll be like, yeah, I'm finna, man, fuck this shit. Why you say it like that, bro? No, I mean, you know, and what he gonna explain is pain. You have to learn how to hear that pain. Because it ain't his beef with somebody. It's not what she said. It's how he felt about those scenarios. That was the pain that they were expressing. It wasn't about that he broke up with her. It wasn't about that she lost the money. It's the how she felt about the situation. And it was painful to even relive it. A lot of people, you can't even talk to them about what they just went through because it's too painful to actually hear the truth. And that's a whole different conversation. The truth, we'll get into that one day. Talk about the truth. But the facts and the truth don't have nothing to do with the fact that it still hurts. Don't let somebody tell you how you should be in pain and how you should feel and what things should do to you. Like me, I'm over here suggesting things and I'm referencing points of things that I've been through, but I'm never going to tell y'all that you've got to do something. And this is how the only way that's, that's impossible. Eight million, eight million ways. But I bet you eight million people have all felt one level of pain. We've all felt it from a child. A child knows what pain feels because pleasure is so easy to recognize. It feels good to feel good. It feels bad to feel bad. It sounds simple, but that's all it really is. And every day, you're chasing this 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 goal of trying to feel better. Not because because if somebody wants to feel better, then does that mean you already feel good or you feel bad and you want to feel better than that? And then better is an increase. It should be a growth. So if I feel horrible and I feel better than that, then, that, then now I just feel like fucked up. You know, I feel fucked up, I feel better than that. It's like I'm just cool. Like some people are at the lowest level. It's a tear, you know, the tear. You know, the man who's in a wheelchair wish he could be on the bike. The man on the bike wish he could be in the car. The man in the car wish he could be in the plane. The man in the plane wish he can get out that plane and walk down the street. Everybody want to be in everybody's position. Only person 
that's going to achieve it is the person that can acknowledge the pain that they're going through and know that it's not their fault. Fight through it. And, and then they'll see that there's another side because you can't see the other side if you're hurting. Like, I remember when I had some other stuff going on that would incriminate me if I told you about it. And it was painful to even call my family about it, tell my mother what I was going through, my scenario, ask for help. It was very painful in my heart because I knew I was an embarrassment and it was foul. And what it was going to do was going to mess up finances and make people look at me in a different way. So the pain I was going through, I didn't want to put nobody else in, and I didn't want to even acknowledge it enough to get help. I'm telling you, pain will do a lot of things to you. People will use pain in conversations with their therapist and say that that was the reason why they started doing so. They were in pain mentally, physically, or emotionally, and then they chose alcohol, narcotics, a subject, a thought process, a thing that they do, and then that became the thing that drove them there. And they'll sit there with the therapist and tell them, no, that's not what drove you to that. You know, you, 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 that's your energy. That's the kind of person you are. But it's cool if you want to fall back on these things and use those as the starting points of what hurt you initially. But what you have to do is acknowledge the hurt and where it came from and make sure that you separated yourself from it. Because pain doesn't go anywhere. Pain is waiting for you to be feeling good so it can come back, pop you in your jaw, you know. Is the ups and downs of life. You know, there's no even flat situation. You you're dealing with your pain right now. You listen to the tower. You're like, bro, he got a cool podcast. You know, I like dude. You know, he on kind of shining. You know, he kind. Of, but you know, my knee hurt right now. Why your knee hurt right now? Probably because you ate too many spaghettis. That's the inside joke. So if you sitting there in pain right now, then you can acknowledge and respect what I'm saying. You probably went through something. You probably took a loss. So it's like, okay, this is relative, but. What's more relative is the fact that no one has a solution for pain. We've all experienced it. There's no solution. There's, there's things to null it. There's things to, to numb it. There's things to sedate you from it, to make you forget it a little bit. But it never goes away. Now, you think, I hurt physically. Take this. Do you not hurt no more or do you not hurt as much? Do you hurt emotionally? There's something that you could take, but do you not hurt no more or do you not hurt at the moment? Now, the mental pain, if you take something for that, it might subdue you in a way where you don't even have control of yourself. So do you not hurt or do you not hurt at the moment? Or are you just not even aware of who you are? You know, do we need to induce something to get rid of the pain or do we need to control how we're being treated in the environment? That's a bigger conversation. You could fight the world. You're going to leave with some bruises. You could be tough as you think you are, but it's going to hurt. And we don't have to go through every process in life dealing with pain. Pain is not a prize. It's not something that you should work for. A lot of people, especially where I come from, a lot of people used to stand on the fact that they thought that going through bullshit made them a better man. I'm stronger. I'm and that's really fucked up because I shouldn't have to damn near kill myself to be a good person. I shouldn't have to crash and burn and be a good person. I shouldn't have to fight the world to get respect. But it's a lot of people that's in pain that the only reason that they who they are is because they went through so much tumultuous bullshit, so much negativity that it taught them 
how to see the world in a different way. And it might not have been there for them to learn it from a regular situation from like school, family, church or something like that, their background. So they had to go through failure and, and, and bullshit just to learn how to actually get to the next step. And they fought themselves a lot and end up only hurting themselves a lot. And they probably hurt their family and their support system. And through that struggle, they learned that pain was a part of them. They started to use that as like the like the, the hope. You know, don't get make me mad. Now he's mad. Now he's supercharged. That mindset of the green hulk shit is so much bullshit. Once again, you know, like I told y'all, y'all be on that cartoony ass mindset. So you think, okay, Hope get mad. He gonna smash. So you mean you don't have no control of your emotions? I mean, you don't know how to, you don't know how to think. You don't know how to make a decision without doing something negative. So you're violent. So we shouldn't bring any, you know, business around. You shouldn't bring any children around. You shouldn't bring no women around here. Cause you're gonna fucking Hulk smash the shit and fuck it off. So like, pain will make you forget that you're supposed to have control of your motherfucker. A lot of people don't have that control. They, they're fighting the pain. They wake up, it hurts. The, fa- the facts hurt. The physical hurts. How they feel about it hurts. Now, you can stop being a, you know my, you know what I'm going to say. You know, you can stop being a bitch. That shit will help you. you. You stop being a bitch about it. It ain't about, you know, you just stop being a bitch. Because shit going to hurt everybody. And you're going to be hurt and you're going to continue to be hurt if you allow yourself to. And I ain't telling you to fight. I'm telling you to build up mental and emotional and physical strength within those situations. And then you don't have to fight so much because you know what you can deal with. Now, if you constantly walk your ass into a fight and get your ass whooped, that's on you because you're not building up enough strength in the situation. But it's still going to hurt. Winning hurts because you got to build it up to get to that point. If you glide into a situation, then it's probably going to glide away real fast. If you put a little effort in it, a little strength, a little willpower, then it turns into actual uh, a tangible thing, and you and you you got the championship. You standing on the top of the podium. You got the gold medal. All them dudes was in pain when they won. That shit hurt. And if it didn't, they probably didn't win because they didn't put enough effort to get to that next step. And that's the thing you guys have to learn. You have to learn that the pain that you feel ain't the pain that you go through all the time. A lot of times you're gonna have to go through some pain to get to the winning stage. And the pain that you was going through at first is not the same pain. A lot of times we have people who are in pain and use that as a catalyst to push them to the next step. But then they don't know how to be comfortable in those environments because they're in so much pain. They, they fucking turn everything else into shambles and they bring that pain to the new environment. That's that, that's that emotional and mental working against each other because now you feel a certain way and then you think in a certain way and you feel in a certain way and you think in a certain way. Now you feel in a certain way. So when you wake up in the morning, you're not ready for the world. Can't listen to the bro with the beer podcast. You pissed off. You don't know what to do. You're throwing shit. You're cussing folks out. You're snapping at your grandma. All this old weird shit, you know? You should cut it out. No, I'm I'm playing. You should get some help. Seriously. Before I leave, I want to tell every brown person, every hood dude, everybody in the minority community, I know your family might not be, be with you on this. Seek help. Mental, physical, and emotional health. Someone who's a professional that you can talk to. And before you get to them, write some of the stuff down that you want to talk to them about. Get some control. 
Get some help getting control. Learn control. And maybe you can get control of that pain. Because all that Tylenol is doing, all that Motrin is doing, all them Zans and Perks and them Narcos and all that, was trying to hold you back from pain that you was feeling. But maybe if you was acknowledging the fact that the pain that you were feeling has never been supported with help, no one's ever been there to guide you to what it would take, maybe you can see a different path because the path that we're on is destruction. And I don't want us to crash out. I don't want us to lose. I told y'all before, you can't lose because the game is never over. The game is never over. I'm going to breathe on it. I'm going to believe on it. I'm going to achieve on it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you on it. I'm the West Coast T.O., the best with the G.O. flow, the hardest artist, any artist, live and direct. I do this shit for a check. I've been doing this for a long time, talking to you. Y'all been listening to me. I appreciate y'all. We're on the third one. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, share content. We repurposing on everything. We on Twitter. We got the merch store up. Check the link tree. I got some merch coming up. I left the spill to the end because I didn't want to feel it out. I wanted to go deep in. I'm telling you, I'm going to have a part two of this conversation because pain is a deep thing. And I want to discuss it at, a, at another level. There's something else I want to talk to you. So we're going to have a part two of this one. It might not be the next episode, but it's going to come. I appreciate y'all for coming sit with me, chatting with me, and tapping in with your boy. Oh, and don't trip. I'm in different locations all the time because I'm, I'm at your house. and Your house didn't look like that last house. So now we're here. <laughs>